0: hey you, it's Cassie. Let's just dive right into it. What I guess was supposed to be orientation happened, and I'm as lost as last year's Easter egg. I've been swimming in emails about orientation for weeks and weeks, and when it finally came around, well, it didn't. It, it didn't actually come around. At least it didn't for me, I I don't know about the other international students, but lonely Cassie was sitting there on her couch all day Wednesday waiting for a phone call or a Zoom invite or a Skype or a something. Nope. Nothing. Worst blind date ever. I got stood up by my own university. I don't know about the rest of you, but I'm a planner and that means that orientation week is my freaking jam. Scheduling course outlines, meeting professors, finding out what books I'm supposed to get, and then spending a million dollars on them. These are a few of my favorite things. But actually, I love it. I do. I love the structure. I love the framework. I love having some idea of what's going to be happening to me for the next few months. And I got robbed on this one, y'all. And at this point, I have no clue what's going on. A few days after the Wednesday when orientation was supposedly happening, um, I get a call from the guy in charge of the music half of my degree. Since my program is liturgical music, it's kind of like a double major, half practical music stuff and half liturgy, which has to do with history and theology and ritual and all of that. So anyway, I'm on the phone with John who in the world of church music is an unbelievably huge deal. But at this moment, he's just the guy who's telling me what music classes I'm going to take and how learning and performing chant virtually is probably going to be a hot mess. I literally cried the whole phone call because I was already so overwhelmed and so sad I wasn't going to be there to do this in person. Mm. But I was hiding it, you know like you do when you're on the phone and you're getting emotional and you don't want someone to know. You're like, yeah, Mm-hmm. no, that sounds great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but at least I had some direction after that phone call. Class times, a couple of books to get, the music half of the semester planned ish. The liturgy half, anyone's guess. So because of the way the semester calendar was structured, I ended up with only one class my very first week, and the rest started the following week. And my first class was harmony, not harmony like when you're listening to the radio and you're trying to be fancy, um, but four-part harmony. Think old Bach choral music, okay? Um, The rules and regulations of harmonic musical structure. All this might sound like gibberish to you, but being six years removed from my last music theory class, for me, it was like being reunited with an old friend. Except in this story, the old friend was actually my old friend's twin, who looked really familiar but didn't speak English. What do I mean by that? I mean that Irish English is not the same as American English, and that means most of their musical terminology isn't either. So my harmony instructor, Ray, he's asking about my background in theory and harmony and all that jazz. Not actually jazz. We're not doing jazz here. I'm letting him know that not only was I good in my theory classes in college, but I tutored music theory all through college. Hoo, hoo, hoo. And so I'm letting him know that I am capable and learned and equipped and then we actually get into analyzing some music and I don't understand a thing this man is saying so we backtrack and all of a sudden it's like I am in remedial theory again and um yeah it it was humbling it was something like this see this note this is called a quarter note except it's not a quarter note anymore it's a crotchet don't ask what about chord symbols Oh yeah, we do those. We use Roman numerals, but not the same way that you're used to doing them. Okay, sure. Um, fine. So what about inverted chords? How do we mark inversions? Oh yeah, we just mark them A, B, C, and D. Wait, what? You know what? Here's some more books for you. Why don't you just start here? Why don't you just get some middle school theory right here? Just start there. (sighs) Truthfully... It wasn't actually that hard to pick things up, but it was so discombobulating at first. So there's my first class, my technical week one. My first full week of classes, week two, starts with me waking up at six in the morning to an email saying, hey, I know you're not officially registered for Latin, but you should take that. It starts in two hours. What? And then it's more emails with the program director, with the Latin professor, with the office of the registrar. And honestly, it was just a microcosm of what was about to be my whole life. (laughs) Emails, Zoom calls, some weird platform called Moodle, Microsoft Teams, and me just trying desperately to make sure that I'm assessing the time difference correctly. (laughs) Speaking of the time difference, it was right around this point that I discovered that one of my liturgy classes was going to be taking place at 10 a.m. Irish time, which is 4 a.m. Central time. Ouch! So whatever. I get set up just in time for Latin. At this stage, most classes on campus are still meeting in person, just with masks and social distancing. So my Latin professor, Father Noel, because most of the faculty there are priests, he has me on a laptop on his desk while he talks over me, basically, to the class that's physically there and is also writing on a chalkboard that I can see maybe the bottom third of, and it was (laughs) what it was. And unfortunately, things definitely got worse for Latin before they got better, but we'll get to that. The rest of my classes were somewhat less frustrating, Definitely less eventful. Uh, I'll get into those a little more in the future uh, as things got real. Overall, to start though, I really just had lots of feelings of being way in over my head in so many ways. First, I'm not very tech savvy, so figuring out new platforms and tools took up so much of my time. Second, I don't know why I thought this, but in my mind, I thought that it would be so much easier to deal with potential culture shock or assimilation because I was just doing online classes. But that was a total lie. <laughs> there are so many social norms and idioms that it took me forever to learn. Plus, I, I just felt so self-conscious in all my classes because I'm the only American And I've traveled the world enough to know how annoying Americans can be without them realizing it. And third, at the end of the day, I'm a little baby Catholic. I've only been a member for four years, and there's just so much I don't know. But if you know me, you know that my favorite job to take on is the one that I'm not qualified for in the least. So, after more crying lots more crying. I took some deep breaths, and I started to dig into my homework. Not just the stuff I was being assigned, but also writing down every single thing that came up in class that I didn't understand, whether that was a figure of speech, a musical term, a key moment in church history, literally anything I didn't recognize. I wrote it all down, and I still do that. But it works. I'm learning... And it makes me feel less overwhelmed that way. In many ways, I felt like school had become my whole life overnight. Um, I figured out pretty quickly that I was lucky if I managed to work more than two or three days without feeling completely behind on everything. That situation deteriorated even more over time too, which was a tough pill to swallow for this workaholic I also had this really cute idea that I was going to be totally organized and prep all my meals and follow this cute little schedule I made for myself, and I'll just let you fill in the blanks on how that went. Still, the first couple of weeks were officially complete. Things were moving forward. I hadn't quit yet, and honestly, I really missed being in school, so that by itself helped me keep going. Tune in next time for an update on what class at 4 a.m. is like, finding out how many possible ways there are to do a Latin assignment incorrectly, and a little glimpse at what it's like to perform Gregorian chant over video chat and get critiqued in real time. I'll give you a hint. It's even cringier than it sounds. Thanks for hanging out with me. This is Bits and Bobs. I'll talk to you soon.